Hi, welcome to the Winning Sometimes Show, where Clint, Emiliano, and I share our joy and sometimes hatreds for all things games, tech, and today, honestly, our love for just being as casual as possible. Yeah, that's right. Today, we're discussing our favorite games for rainy days, for Sundays, or just days that we kind of feel like being lazy and taking it easy. Uh, Despite what most people tell you, we don't always have to push our skill to try and master a game. We don't have to hunt every monster. Uh, We don't have to impact every Geshen or whatever it is you do in that game. Um, It's great sometimes just to step back and enjoy a quote-unquote easy game sometimes. Uh, Even hardcore Clint here, who, and this is a true story, decided to play uh, Call of Duty um, Warzone, right, with the riot shield and machetes (laughs) and stun grenades and just go around and, you know, that was his idea of fun in Warzone. So yeah, but even Clint sometimes uh, does decide to take it easy and do some casual gaming. So today we're going to jump in to some of our favorite games that we like to play on those kind of rainy days, lazy days, uh, and hopefully we'll give you some good recommendations on what your next kind of casual game can be, and hopefully, um, you know, we'll get to, to find out kind of what we do when we're not trying to be good at stuff, which is kind of my standard. So, uh, Crack, since I, I went ahead and called you out on your, uh, your Warzone play right there, what are some, some games that you enjoy playing where you're not trying to uh to troll necessarily okay i'll get started on that but i feel like i have to explain myself (laughs) so i i i do like fps games i don't like every fps game i don't like being competitive in all multiplayer fps games but i have been playing warzone a lot i just started streaming and uh i i joined the squad and they're like clint get riot shields and machetes and throwing knives and stun grenades on your loadout and let's go and it's like okay and we spent the entire night just running around with the shield, which people can't shoot through. So people get really, like, freaked out when you they see, like, four towers of, <laughs> of riot shields running at them, throwing, like, the, the throwing knife doesn't immediately down them. But, um, yeah, it's it was hilarious and fun. And it didn't always work out, but we did get a couple wins. It was one of my favorite things. So what you're it. saying is you, you gave in to peer pressure. <laughs> I'm always looking to find something fun to do. So I'll just say that. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, I streamed that and I'm actually probably going to make a video off of that. that. That was super fun. But um, wait, wait. So, so what, what is Warzone? The Warzone mode or Warzone? So it's a battle royale game. So it's like okay. Fortnite or Apex Legends um, where you start in this big map and it's, it's like literally 20 months, 20 square miles or something like that in game. And uh, the circle constricts every couple minutes, and the the circle gets smaller faster as time goes on. And you have to go in and get weapons and stay alive and not get killed by by other people. I'm actually have been working on a gaming in 2020 recap video for like five months now, and I don't know if I'm going to finish it because it's already it's already <laughs> almost April. So <laughs> I talk about I'm going to be talking about all of that with with Warzone. So. Um, but that that's the gist of it. Um, anyway, games. So when I thought about games to play on a rainy day, um, I was thinking along the lines of like smaller games, like smaller experiences. Um, it, I mean, if you guys had something else, that's fine. But I was thinking like small experiences or small like indie studios that came up with interesting concepts or interesting games. 
something that would kind of enrich you and was like a small experience. Um, so I, I just went through all of my games. Um, and, uh, Oh, I didn't, I'm, I'm missing something from my list, but, um, uh, the thing that made me think about this idea was, um, the game inside, uh, which is literally like a three and a half hour game. <clears throat> it was made by the same developers that made the game limbo. Uh, and it is a platforming puzzle game and they are kind of known for telling a story with the environment and, and it inside is just a fantastic, like, okay so you're 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 this boy you're like probably nine years old something like that maybe maybe 12 before growth spurt you know the adolescence and uh it's in this very stylized world where everything's dark and you start you're you're in the woods you, you do these various things to get over obstacles but then you start to head into the city and as you you get to the city you see uh, more and more things that are like kind of shocking like um like one of the obstacles that you have to stay alive from is like these policemen with dogs and they're literally just looking for people out in the woods to chase this you down so, sounds really dark it is very dark and so thank you for bringing that up it's a dark game um <clears throat> but it is so so it is a dark game so if it's kind of like if existential worry is something that you struggle with, maybe read the game facts for that first, or the or the cliff notes for that. Um, it it it's sort of I don't want to spoil too much, but it it covers the because it doesn't actually tell it doesn't give you anything to read. It doesn't have any dialogue at all. Like that's not what the game is. But you can tell that it's like post apocalyptic. Also, like um nanny not nanny state what's the 1984 dystopia it's like big government. yeah that's the name of the book right but what's the dystopia dystopia for orwellian Sh yeah yeah okay so it's an orwellian dystopia kind of like the, the government or some big entity organization has taken over and everyone is mindless some like mindless husks controlled by technology and you have kind of have to act like them at one point in a in kind of like a single file line and like shuffle with them so that people don't tell that you're you're not being controlled and it, it's just like there's the from from scene to scene every place that you go it gets weirder and weirder and it's like it's also like futurist so there's like technology that and and things and mutants that you have to deal with and it that the ending is potentially again not no spoilers but it's potentially disappointing depending on what type of player you are or what type of what do you call somebody who plays a game like it's not an audience i guess player uh yeah that i mean that's what i would say i guess yeah I guess I'm trying to use like reader because like as a reader you respond to a story but as a yeah, player I would, say, I would say player yeah okay well yeah depending on what type of player you are you might be disappointed um, I personally did not find it disappointing and if you feel like that's like not enough 
to make you go play the game like certainly go look it up there's plenty of playthroughs let's plays and stuff like that um but inside is such a small bite-sized but rich and deep narratively type of game and it was so fantastic and i remember sitting at the end because it doesn't quit like make you well anyway it i remember sitting at the end of the game being like oh my gosh that was so cool (laughs) that whole game was so cool it it subverted your expectations it totally like it i don't know blew it blew my gamer mind so um that's one of the games that i highly um, recommend it's yeah, it's it's the same studio that did Limbo, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, because I I played Limbo. I didn't I did not play Inside and Limbo is fantastic and I've been told that it's a very similar experience. It is, but Limbo I feel is limited by its mechanics. Um since it adds a th- third dimension, so you do have back and back and forth. Ah, wait. I don't remember if if there was a depth axis and inside. But anyway, it, it it does way more with it than Limbo did. And so I would totally I personally enjoyed it like way more than Limbo. So Yeah, it it's something I, I definitely want to pick up. Like I remember when it was coming out and that was one of those things that I you know, you put on your list and then you just never get around to actually picking up. And it's like a five dollar game, so I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> That's funny you, you know, say that because there's there, there's a game um, that I played on the iPad years ago, and the whole game is basically you in front of a fireplace, burning objects that you order from like some catalog, and it has that dystopian feel to it, but it tells a story just from you burning objects in a fireplace. Oh, I forget what it was called. That. Yeah, but it reminds me what you're saying. Kind of reminds me of this because the the whole thing is you just burning things and you bring them in combinations to to like get get trophies or rewards. Um, and the ending of it is kind of like you know you're burning things so much that you end up like the world ends up like in smoke. It's it's <laughs> anyway. Sorry, I I, I was thinking no, about that. what is spoilers that spoilers thrown in? If you and can I, remember I trying... that that might yeah, be... I was trying to find it. Darn it! Good to add to the list for the episode, but that sounds awesome. But yeah, it was like an a, older a game. Time waster. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. That's a that's an interesting take though. Um, crack on um, how you like, I guess your rainy day gameplays kind of things. Like, so when you have kind of a casualer casualer real word, mind you, yeah. um, uh, day, you kind of look for those like smaller. I can finish this in a few hours kind of experiences. That's kind of what you you go for. Kind of. I wasn't really sure. Like, Rainy Day isn't the best, like, title um, for what I was thinking. I, I couldn't really put it down. Um, I was I was laughing, and it was funny that you say, like, it's been one of those games that, you know, you just haven't got around to. Because that's kind of what this episode is for me. It's like, what are the games that I never got around to until I did? Or when I went to go build this list of games, like... I found a bunch of them that I oh I haven't got I haven't played that yet like a bird story and um oh what did I have there was a couple journey I haven't played journey yet either so it's like I I need to get to those those are so I know that those are good games and I'll really enjoy them but um yeah uh no I I play video games as like 
I play video games to relieve stress, like a lot. That's a huge part of my stress relief cycle. So like I do play FPS games or games where I can build a skill and then, you know, display it or, or, or exercise that skill. But then like most of the games that I enjoy are really either open world games or smaller experiences like these. So I, I, I think gaming is such like video games are such a dynamic medium that it's, it's amazing. Like as a hobby, as a, like for an, as an expression, a medium of expression, like there are so many ways and we haven't begun to understand how we can make games interest in, you know, in interesting and, and like new ways. And I, I kind of mentioned this in the last episode, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I will never stop looking for these types of experiences. So um, I'm excited to hear what you two come up with uh, or, or or bring to the table. Um, so Ronan, what what games would you play on a rainy day? Or oh, he's been googling that iPad game. I've been googling he? it, Little, <laughs> Little Inferno. That's what it's called. Yes, it's called what? Little Little Inferno. Inferno. Okay, and uh, the on. whole gameplay is you with a catalog burning objects getting coins and using those coins to get more objects to burn and i, Sounds I remember like twitter am it. i right yeah and it's crazy <laughs> but like there's a whole story you know like like you get letters from people talking about mm. things about like it, it's it's interesting you know like um people are burning fires because it's cold and the reason it's cold is because people are, are burning so many stuff so like there's no mm. so like there's a cloud blocking all the light and all the heat it's but it's all done through just the premise of burning things in a fireplace. It's it's pretty That's good. That's awesome. Um, sorry, I, I, was trying to, I was thinking, oh, what is this? Okay, back to the topic at hand. Um, like for me, rainy day games or, or casual games are games that I can enjoy and maybe not have to think about as much or, you know, worry about or get tense about. Um, so mobile gaming has taken up that that space especially like with now with all the the craziness going on with 2020 2021 mobile gaming just because they're little slices of gaming that you can do like on the couch you know maybe at a park or whatever um and kind of relax and for me for me they're relaxing games um so like genshin impact is one we we, we talked about before um because you know it's it's little bite-sized uh gaming um and, and it's funny too because some of the games you mentioned, Crack, they're available on mobile. Inside's available on mobile. Limbo's available on mobile. Um, and it's nice because you have such, you know, like Monster Hunter's available on mobile. And it's nice because for me it opens up a lot, a lot more things that I can kind of delve into. And they're and they're they're not that, they're not that expensive. Um, but um, sorry, I feel like I'm rambling now. So no. mobile gaming, um, for sure uh you know genshin impact but like pokemon go is a big one that i've started now yep. and i like this because it's very cooperative you know like uh there are uh, a raids or, or gym battles and you can't beat it by yourself so like you know i i have people that i play with regularly but i've also i'm also able to kind of host raids and people from like from tokyo have joined me people from 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 germany from sweden because like they'll send me gifts and it'll, it'll give me a little timestamp of where they got that gift from so it's kind of cool opening up a gift and saying, oh, hey, Sweden, Germany and stuff, you know. 
Um, and all, it takes everyone together to kind of beat this like raid boss. Um, and it's all it is is tapping. All it is is kind of using your finger to flick l- little balls at monsters. <laughs> but, you know, it's relaxing. I go on bike rides with my kid to go different places to go hunt Pokemon. Um, so, um, yeah, for me, like mobile gaming has been a big uh, stress reliever, you know, and a lot of them are so bite sized that if it doesn't catch me right away, you know, I can kind of like discard it and then go to the next thing. Um, so, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll say mobile gaming for me. And I think some of the things you mentioned before prior, prior to starting are in mobile games as well, but I'll, I'll bring come to that later. I don't want to, I don't want to take away everything too. So, um, so Matt, how about you? You know, I, I mentioned my kind of ease, mm-hmm. my mobile, my, uh, you know, uh, a casual. Yeah. So it's interesting because we've kind of all taken this in like a little bit different direction. Like you like your mobile gaming, like, it's like, oh, I'm just going to chill out on the couch and play for a few minutes or whatever. Uh, Clint, you know, with his like, I want to have this contained thing I can do in a few hours or whatever. Uh, where I go when I have kind of a more casual, um, like rainy day type situation is, um, I tend to go back to games that I've probably played like a zillion times, have hundreds, thousands, whatever of hours, uh, into, and those are kind of my rainy day things. Like, um, I've, I've mentioned this before. I'm not a huge fps fan uh, mostly because i'm bad at them like i'm really bad um but one of the games that i go back and play a lot of like when i'm just like lazy it's not constant it's not consistent in any way it's not like i've played this game you know i don't think i've played this game past six months but when i have like a lazy day and i still want to shoot aliens in the face i pick up halo because it's wonderful because yeah if i want to crank it up to like all skulls and like super difficult mode anything i can if I want to be lazy and just not worry about having to aim, like turn all the skulls off, put it on easy and like go shoot some aliens. And so for me, like those are the kind of things that I go for uh, when I'm on those like more casual days is the games that I'm really, really comfortable with the games that I've played a ton. Um, and so Halo is definitely one of those big ones. And then uh, probably the other really, really big one is Minecraft. Um, If, I mean, because you can just build stuff. I don't particularly care for creative mode. I don't know why. Um, But like if I'll play survival and I've got, you know, um, maps and things like that, that, you know, I'll play for like a full day or something like that and uh, just come back to them later and just put the server into friendly mode or whatever where the mobs won't attack you. And they're just like, I'm going to build myself like a mountain kingdom or whatever and just build giant um you know halls inside of mountains and so that's kind of the experience i go for something that i have uh probably sunk a ton of hours into which like you said emiliano i've sunk some time into monster hunter but i absolutely cannot play that casually like like that is not a uh that is not a de-stressor for me in any way i'm not good enough at that game to uh to play it casually so yeah monster hunter can give a lot of stress you know especially like if you play for an hour and then you fail and you get like no rewards, that's, uh, that that's mm, no, if the UI was actually tolerable, that would 
that would be what kills the game for me is that I, I cannot tolerate the threat of loss of your time and resources in a game. And that that's like one of my biggest pet peeves. Like if I, yeah, if but... I like even in Stardew Valley, which I'm going to talk about here, uh, if I die in the mines, which you don't die, you just lose some money and then random items from your inventory. And there's something that I went in there for. I restart the whole day. Like I just turn, I just close the app, restart it. Like it's, I just won't tolerate it. I hate that. So if it's like an hour of fighting a monster, that's oh, I can't imagine that. But but see, I mean, well, the idea behind that is that you get better as you play, and I feel like I have gotten better. Yeah. Um, so at this point, there's only some like top tier monsters that I, that I just I don't want to spend the time at this point, you know, because I'm, I'm I'm in casual mode, you know. I want things to be easy, not not easy, but fun, <clears throat> and stress isn't always fun. Right. Well, it's like and, Cuphead, right? In, in, <laughs> or, or a game like Cuphead where it's really hard and the patterns are the same, but you just have to learn through it and push through it and either you get better or you don't. But if you lose, if you die, you have to restart the level. At least you've learned more about that level. But then the iteration time on that is like less than 10 minutes. Yeah. Monster Hunter for that, it's like your iteration time is like 65 minutes. It's like you lose so much more. And then if you lose resources during the battle, do you do you get them back when you die? Uh, stuff that you pick up, you keep. But like any rewards that you would get from the monster, which is what you're there for, you don't get. But what about the stuff that you build up to prepare? Like you, you, you can. Potions oh, or... There's some All basic stuff like potions that you'll expend. But it's like gathering resources um, you can replenish virtually everything you use during the course of a mission. So it's not it's not as bad. Okay, that's um, but yeah, I'm completely with you. Yeah, like yeah. 50 minutes in and you're, you know you've almost got it, the monster killed and then, you know, the timer runs out. That is not something I want to do if I'm playing casually. Like that, that is a broken controller right there. That's yeah. what that is. <laughs> well, well, like I will say for me for Monster Hunter, like I, I'm sorry, Matt, I'm taking all your time, but um, or I, I'm intruding your time. For me, Monster Hunter, like, pretty much, like, 90% of the monsters, no sweat, you know? I can go on there, and I'll beat him. I can beat him, like, in ten, under 10 minutes, you know? And it's kind of fun just kind of going around, and the world is beautiful. But that that 10%, you know, those those final, like, 10 monsters, those five monsters, ugh. I, I sweat thinking about spending that hour and failing. So, no thank you. Not right now. Right. And I think that goes to in this, I think this really, this whole conversation goes to stuff we've talked about before, how we are all very different uh, when it comes to what we get out of enjoyment of games. And uh, Emiliano, even though, you know, we both like Monster Hunter um, and it's a, it's a great game. You are a much more hardcore gamer than I am, even though we, I know we give you crap about being a mobile gamer now, but you are still, even on mobile games, more like, I get, I don't know, invested or whatever than I am. So for me, like Monster Hunter, I've spent a ton of time in there. I'm, that doesn't mean I've made a ton of progress in that <laughs> game because I, I mean, I'll be the first to admit, like, I'm bad at it. Like, I, I'm the, I'm the kind of person and, there's a subset of like gamers out there that are going to like poo poo this or whatever. But like, I'm the kind of person who gets a game and I'm like, Oh yeah, I really enjoy this game. 
but it's too damn hard. Let's move that slider back down to easy because like that's that's how I enjoy it. You know, I don't necessarily need to have everything. So maybe like every gaming day for me is just casual <laughs> Sunday or whatever. I don't know. That's, that's now that I think about that. Well, no, I, um, I, I, I feel like when I start a game, I started with like, yeah, I'm hardcore. So I'll put it to like one above like normal, you know, but as I play, I usually that. I'll go back to like one below normal <laughs> just to kind of, <laughs> you know, cause I want to enjoy it. You know, I'm tired. I'm tired of dying. Let's go back. Let's go. Let's go to easy. You know, for, forget hard, forget normal, easy. Thank you. So I'm with you. Yeah, and I, and I don't think. I mean, like I said, people talk crap about that or whatever. And but I don't. I mean, enjoy the games you enjoy, and I'll honestly enjoy them the way you enjoy them. So, um, yeah, you you eventually get there. That's just where I start, man. Like I'm just like normal. <laughs> that sounds a little more difficult than I want. Let's let's move it down a touch. Yeah, it's like gamer cred to do something on hardcore, like to be the ninja of whatever game you're playing, right? Or or whoever else, you know, pick your favorite super incredible streamer uh, of the game you watch. Uh, it, it's gamer cred to say that, oh, I beat this game on super master difficulty. And I'm like, dude, you had to literally emasculate yourself to do that. <laughs> like the, 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 the amount of hours and time you put in to get that super ultra challenge. Like, was that fun for you? Cool. Thinking about video games is that there's fun and, and I guess what, what the episode is about this or th- this conversation is about is that this, that gaming has fun for everyone and all different kinds of, of, of players and, I guess this is about those games that that kind of help you relieve that stress um, rather than create it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So and... um, I mentioned Stardew Valley earlier. Well, actually, I wanted to comment on Minecraft because I wasn't going to mention Minecraft, but that's like, I love that game so much. When it first came out, I or when it you know first came into, I think I got it the last alpha before it went to beta. Uh, I, I don't think I lost some grades in college. I was in college when it came, when it, when I found out about it. Um, but I definitely put all my extra time into it. Um, it is so relaxing for me to be able to go in and have like the thing about Minecraft, not creative mode. Creative mode is just Legos. That's it. But if you're in survival mode and you have those dangers, it's like enough stress to keep you going and have to, that, that, push you to make a plan but then all you do is pick like i want to do this i want to build this i want to build a a mountaintop penthouse well in order to do that i need to have all the wood for it and they need to be the right color so that means i need to go mine in this other forest and then i need to go get you know i want it to be easier so i want to go get diamond pickaxe i've got to go dig down but there's enemies and mine shafts and all kinds of stuff and you have all these problems the game is full of problems to solve and you can take it whichever way you want to solve those problems, whether it's long-term goals that you have to problem solve for, or just going, you know, digging down to bedrock. Like it, it's such a engaging game for me. <laughs> so that is absolutely one of the games I would say play Minecraft. Like I'm, I'm, I've been watching some YouTubers that started a playthrough together and it's really tempting me to start another playthrough of, of Minecraft, especially with all the shaders out there. And I've got a, an RTX 30 3000 series card and I'm like 
I want to do ray tracing Minecraft. <laughs> that would be really we could, cool. We we could start. You know, my kids play Minecraft, but I think they do more creative. I think they've been a little bit survival, but they mm-hmm. like they like the creating. They like the building, digging tunnels, making trap doors. You know, they're they're getting into redstone with switches and levers mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like that too. Um, we should talk about starting a, a survival server Minecraft. I, I would That'd do it. Fun. I've never played Minecraft really. It it's it's a ton of fun and um like I, i'm i'm right there with with clint like and i i've suggested before 100 percent i will happily get us a uh, a realm or whatever but um to kind of put it in perspective what clint's talking about so you can beat minecraft like there is an end goal you go and like kill the ender dragon you've like won the game or whatever um i've probably put a thousand-ish hours into Minecraft, and I've never once beaten the game. I don't know how many servers I've played on, how many like maps I've started, worlds I've started, all that sort of stuff, and I've never beaten the game because that has never been a goal for me. I don't even know how you beat the game like because I've never looked into it. I've never even... I just know because other people have told me that there's this thing called the Ender Dragon that I'm supposed to kill, and I'm like, no, I'm supposed to make... You know, I'm supposed to, like... <laughs> completely and totally knock down this mountain and make it into a farm that's what i'm supposed to be doing and so uh, i really and that's one of the great things about it you can make like you're saying you make your own goals um and if you just want to sit there and grow your beets and carrots and whatever hey you can do that if you want to go out and kill all the endermen and throw pearls and do all that sort of crazy stuff and hey that's that's your jam i'm not gonna tell you not to do it have fun like which i absolutely love that about minecraft yeah i agree so that that one i mean if you haven't played minecraft or seen minecraft you are one of the what is it how how many copies of minecraft sold now it's like up a lot 500 million or more it's like the it is the greatest selling video game of all time if you're not one of those people, I highly recommend you go play it. Uh, I mean, I get it. I, I have friends who just can't, they don't care to set goals for themselves, which when I put it that way, it sounds really depressing and I'm sorry. I, You know who I'm talking, like, I'm, I'm not talking to you if you're listening, but you know, I, I get it if you're not into that type of game, but uh, absolutely. I, I probably have spent hour, thousands of hours too. I, I just never bothered to count. Um. But yes, Stardew Valley, I mentioned earlier, Stardew Valley is a game that is a spiritual successor to Harvest Moon, which is a farm simulator game. I am not into farm simulating simulation games, like at all. And uh <laughs> but this this developer is one one guy who is a Renaissance man who's super um enterprising and not enterprising but like creative and he he learned he he got a degree in computer science i think and then he worked at a movie theater for like five years and on the side he built this game from the ground up all by himself he did all the art it's like pixel 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 art style um and he did all the music and he did all the coding and it's amazing because it's such a good game (laughs) it it is pretty close to how harvest moon plays but you um you go in 
and you're you're you inherit a farm from your grandpa and it's like completely broken down shack and you have this big field that's like full of trees and rocks and and sticks and stuff like you got to clear away to actually plant your stuff and it sort of you're in this small town called um i don't remember what it's called but you're in this small town Stardew it's like a Valley? small uh, I mean, Pelican, the title. Town. I don't, I don't Pelican, Pelican Town is the town okay. in Stardew Valley. Yeah, um, but you go in, and there there are people, and there he actually wrote characteristic like characters for all of them, and they all have story. Like if you get as you get to know them, it's just like Harvest Moon where you you give them a gift two times a week, um, and um, and they they you know they have hearts, and you get to more hearts and with them like you become better friends with them and then that you you see more about them you learn about their personality and stuff uh, i'm getting ahead of myself because the whole gameplay mechanics are based around like day a, a full day is a save like at the end of every day it saves and so you have you have a timer basically uh which is the the time um and i i don't remember exactly how fast this goes it's like every day is like 30 minutes or something um so no it's not even that long it's got to be like 10 or 15 minutes um but yeah it and you do everything you can within a day then you go to bed and you wake up the next day and you sort of can plan your date your 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 stuff out so you plant crops and different types of crops like the parsnips are the first thing you get and you can plant corn and flowers and cauliflower and a bunch of other things and there there are you know, each day, each month is 28 days. So you have 28 saves within then. And then you have four seasons. So to, every month is a season. So there's spring, um, summer, fall, winter. And uh, as you go through, every every season has different crops. And so you, you kind of plan out what you're going to do with your farm. You try and maximize. You get you get money. You sell your crops. You just drop in a box and it gets sold. Um I'm just like going through and explaining the entire game now, but my point is like <laughs> the the incremental the increment that he set for the game, like the the amount of time in a day is like just enough to get to push your goals forward. It's another one of those games where you kind of have to set your own goals. Um, for me, it was uh, there are some items in the game that are worth millions of of gold. And so it's like, I got to get those. So what is the best way to be the most efficient with all your stuff? Well, there's artisan goods. You can get animals and you can process their their products into other stuff that sell for more. So like my thing was kegs. So you can in the like you 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 grow hops and then you turn those into pale ale and you sell those and it's like 20K a day. And then you <laughs> you go get fruit like berries and you turn them into wine and then you age the wine and then you sell it and it's like 500,000 gold a week and it's like you keep on go- like you, you just build the engine and it and it picks up steam and you like it, it's it is so addictive to play that game I know for a lot of people um because I do follow the subreddit Stardew Valley subreddit it's like just one more day is a big problem with this game it is so fun to just like have these goals and these plans and to set them out and actually see them to fruition. And then you, you know, the game is fantastic. Like I, I'm going to stop there because I'm like rambling now for sure. <laughs> like I'm, I got you beat or uh, Emiliano, but um, 
if you well, have is, not is, played Stardew is, Valley, is, I is there a way to win recommend. in the game? Like, is there an end? Like in like uh, Minecraft has the Ender Dragon. Does Stardew Valley have like a end point that you're kind of aiming for? Is it just so, yes and no? For me, because I'm not going to 100% the game, but there is a 100% tracker. It's called the Perfection Tracker. Hmm. And once you get to a certain part in the game, like they, they just, um, Eric Baroni's the the name of the developer. He's still the only guy working on it, except for the localization teams. And he just added a huge free update to it that in, that adds an entire island. And it works like a green the greenhouse does in the game, which means you can grow any type of crop any time of the year, and you get a second farm. You can sleep there to end the day. You can save your game there. And it's like there's a new dungeon. So there's there's dungeons in the game. Hmm. So you need fighting abilities. But anyway, um, there's all kinds of new challenges. And then there's this console where you can go check your per- perfection. And every challenge in the game, every villager, uh, full friendship, um, married. You can marry people, you know, certain el- uh, eligible bachelors and bachelorettes. Um, just like Harvest Moon. Um, but then, yeah, so there's all kinds of stuff. Um, if you basically 100% the game, that is technically like winning. But hmm. that isn't necessarily like the main goal of the game is to like finish something. It's sort of, although I actually I'd have to think about like if, if he has like a point for the game. Um, but it is such so... a, it's such a wonderful like tribute to harvest moon which i never liked in the first place (laughs) but it's also a very like accessible game and you can come in and play a few days um there's so many challenges in that game that you can either rise to or ignore or you know whatever you want to do it's there's plenty of content in there um to engage with um and yeah what this reminds me of when you're describing it sounds just like if you took like Animal Crossing and made everyone into like farmers is is what it um, kind of how how it, and I don't know if that's a good description of it or not, but that's what it feels like the way you're describing it. It's not too far off if if you're if you are the farmer and everyone else because there's no you're the only farmer there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's not too far off. Uh, it's just that. Rather than saying the same thing every day, like the villagers in Animal Crossing do, uh, everyone has real problems. So that's one of the things I love about the game is that as you get to know people, like one of them is a a young woman who like teaches all the kids in the village, and um, but she lives with her mom who's an alcoholic in a trailer, right? And as as you get to know them, like you witness arguments where she's like, can you stop drinking all the time? <laughs> right. It's like really heavy. That's kind of intense. Yeah. And, and it's like, they both apologize to you after for having to see that. But then like you have the option eventually to, it's like a really end game to, to build a house for them. Cause they're in a trailer. Um, so you can kind of like one of the, one of the early goals that's kind of given to you is to um, repair the community center. So, like, you do have kind of a healing effect on the town. You revitalize the economy because you're the, a farmer. You go and you donate these things, uh, like resources and and rare materials, to the community center to get it rebuilt. Um, 
and and then everyone like is enriched by that like that there everyone has like a set schedule on like certain days they're doing certain things like penny's teaching the this girl is talking about is teaching the kids on certain weekdays and um but everyone's schedule kind of changes a little bit once you you complete the community center so like i don't know where i was going with that but uh <laughs> yeah just the the amount of change and like how the characters or your your decisions have consequences yeah um you know unlike in like animal crossing where the most you can do is like bully somebody off the island which, <laughs> which i still haven't decided you know figured out how to do that you kind of just have to wait for him to leave but um i mean i can i can show you sometime if you need me to not that i've bullied anybody off my island because that would be unkind yes it would be and i i certainly will never ask you for that information of course um animal crossing i <laughs> that that fall, fell off the wagon um but yeah i guess i was talking about the characters and um yeah they're much more involved than animal crossing um there's one who is um he's there there's a kid he's like just out of high school he's like in his early 20s and he's living with his grandparents because his mom died and his dad ran out and i'm gonna stop there because that that is kind of a spoiler and i apologize if you plan on playing it and are gonna be mad at me later but he's a dick to everyone like he's he's super like misogynistic and if you're a girl character because you can be a girl or a guy like he acts differently towards you uh and he's like trying to pick you up if you're a girl and if you're a guy he's like trying to you know sort of compete with you and kind of you know elbow you out um or or he's just really, you know, rough and 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 rude to you. Um but as you get to know him, you know, he starts to, you know, you see the where the weakness is, just like you know, in any real person who has those types of issues, there's obviously something going on underneath. I mean, I don't know everyone and I've not seen every situation, so I'm not assuming to know your situation if you're a dick, but um anyway, the the point is like he wrote some really realistic uh, characters and even though it's kind of like stuck within a framework of a video game that's kind of like regimented like harvest moon is um it goes a little bit farther and it's a little bit more daring in how it writes because like even like a triple a game you don't see people dealing with real issues they're like more like like movies right with those high budget video games like there's their narratives are so like cookie cutter yeah conventional Mm. better not you know hit home better not write something that's too close to home for for people in the you don't come to the movie theaters for for a therapy session so why would we cover those subjects on in a video game maybe you don't (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i I, what do you play it on like pc what, 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 what do you play it on i started playing on pc when it came out and I played a game. I, I've played multiple files. Um, I've been playing it on Switch because it's just way too easy and 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 portable. So um, it's yeah, a see, good game I, to play with controller. And I, I think that kind of goes into some of my stuff too because um, the Switch has become a, a haven for indie games. And you mentioned indie games kind of at the start. Um, like my kids, well, my, my youngest kid, he wanted Undertale. And I don't, I don't remember why he wanted it, but I bought it for him. And he loves it. You know, the that's music, on my list. He loves the music. 
Um, he, he'll come to me to help him beat a boss and I have no idea what I'm doing, you know, like, right. Cause like one of the boss battles, you're like, it's your, your, your heart in like a cube and you have to like dodge things that are trying to hit you or something. And yeah. So if you, if you'll let me under explain a little bit of undertale, um, undertale's on my list. I don't, I don't want to cover it cause it's your, your game, but well, well, it's it's my kids' game. I just oh, okay. I'm, I'm thinking of like well, let's get the him switch. on the podcast. Let's 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 talk. <laughs> let's have him. No, I'm joking. But we could go, he, go wake him up. He, he'd come and talk about it. He'd come and talk yeah. about it. But so um, Undertale is a game where you can choose to kill people. It's like an RPG. So you get into a battle. It's turn based. Um, but you can choose to fight or you can choose not to fight. And it's hard to explain because like if you don't fight, you're gonna die, right? Well, no, they, the whole mechanic of it is that you can, you, you try and figure out with the options that you have on, you know, cause they change every fight. You try and get out of the fight without killing someone. Um, and if you kill someone, then they, you get a different ending. Your, your choices do matter. Um, but if you don't like if you're, cause there, it is kind of like a fantasy world. So mm-hmm. like you come up to a dog in in knight's armor. Right. And you can try and pet the dog and it's like, well, he's he doesn't know who you are, so he's not letting you get very close. And then you like instead of having them hit you, you have that box that you're talking about and they throw attacks at you. And it'll be like this line that goes across the screen and trying to avoid the line so you don't get hurt. And that's how you lose HP. But Mm -hmm. every single engagement is a little different and you kind of have to figure out what it is that helps you get through the fight. Like for that dog, you like slowly, you like you tell a joke and then he's like, oh, haha, you're all right. And then, you know, he does his fight and you have to avoid getting hurt. And then after that, you try to pet him again and then he might let you pet him. And then he's like on his on his back with his belly out and he's like, he's not going to hurt you anymore. It's like you win the fight. And it's like that 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 whole game is about how to avoid fights. And it completely changes the outcome. There's like four endings in that game um at least um i think is isn't like the the tagline of the game like the rpg uh that no one dies in or no one has to die or something like that i think so yeah i i failed yeah. to not kill anybody i killed people for like the first quarter of the game and then i realized oh this is a game about not killing people uh-oh you so, went all uh riot shield and machete on them i know <laughs> i'm gonna regret bringing that up <laughs> Sorry, yeah. go ahead, Ron. Well, that, I mean, that's Undertale. I, I, it's it's great. Yeah, I kind of want to play it, but um, so you know, my kids. There's two switches in the house, and both kids have them. And the Switch is another system that I kind of want to get more into, like you know, Legend of Zelda, Mario. Nintendo makes amazing games, and they're games that to me fit this mold of like, you know, what I want to relax, you know, and they're still they're so well done and so well thought out. Um, but it's also become like we mentioned a haven for indie games. There's so many indie games on it. Um, there's another one that we have on there where you're, you're like a bug and it's like a Metroidvania. I forget what it's called. Shoot. But like you have like a little sword and you're fighting other bugs in this kind of platforming level. And uh, they're coming out the sequel for it. Um, do, do you, I, I don't know if you guys recognize this game. I forget what it's called. It's not though. Bug Snacks, right? No, I'm joking. No, 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 no. It's not <laughs> Bug Snacks. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I, but it's it's another kind of indie type game. Yeah. Um, like I'm thinking about buying myself a Switch so I can actually play some of these games because you know, I I, I mentioned this before. Like I'll start playing a game on the Switch 
then my kids will pick it up and they'll kind of continue my saves but then mess everything up and i'm like oh you know so it's yeah i've 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 thought playing switch because of that but um but but you're um, a saint ronan well um (laughs) yeah i'm surprised you still have kids no they're 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 good um stardew valley i'm thinking picking it up but it's also on mobile i can buy it on my phone um there are also a lot of indie games on mobile stardew valley um um terraria terraria i have terraria um yeah i have i have that um and it recently got updated to be on par with the consoles and pc i think mm-hmm. um so that's like you know um I, there's a whole bunch on there i can't even think of the of all of them but um i think that's kind of where i've gotten these kind of more in like yeah indie games too um but then also you know i, I don't know i feel like i'm rambling again too but music games have also been a big part of these kind of casual times for me because i can incorporate my family into those as well um there are like mobile rhythm games but then a big one that we do is rock band like we love rock band you know with the drums the guitar i love singing like i'm horrible at singing but man (laughs) when you're out there singing i'm I'm gonna need you to stream this well if you guys pick up a copy we could uh (laughs) We could all form our own band. Does it have remote play? Wait, is it really? Yeah, that, that's it, a thing. It has, yes, it has a remote, remote player, player, multiplayer. You know, someone can be drums, someone can be vocals, someone can be guitar. You don't want me to sing, but I mean that that would be cool. I had no idea it had um, mm-hmm. whatever it is you just said, remote, remote, remote multiplayer. Um, yeah. Rock band, Rock Band One. I did it with some of my cousins um, on the old three sixty. Um, but the new rock band we have on the, on the Xbox, on the new Xbox, Xbox one. Um, but yeah, we haven't, you know, no, no, I think it's kind of, I think a lot of these rhythm games have kind of died or no one's playing them as much anymore, but it's still a lot of fun. You know, with the kid, the kids, the kids are, are, are on the guitar. Sometimes they'll sing, but, um, yeah, like these rhythm games, rock band is fantastic. They have a lot of good classic songs, which I like. And they're like, you know, I picked up um, um, that one by uh, Imagine Dragons, the Believer. It's like two bucks. I'll pay two bucks to get Believer oh, the song. and be able to play that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Rock Band's another one. Yeah, and these oh, that goes along with the mobile gaming. Um, but Stardew Valley, I'm marking it. I'm putting it on my phone. I'm marking it on my phone. Yeah, I I would only caution against the touchscreen controls those might be a little unwieldy um look at that yeah i mean it is it is playable on controller so if you can deal with the controller being on the screen i guess genshin impact has that too it does so i mean if you're fine with that then you'll probably be fine with stardew valley stardew valley latest update has not come out on mobile yet though so you might want to wait until that update comes out um you don't have to but you'll have to start another game to get the update features so Um, but totally worth it i mean even on mobile um Mm. and there's it's one of those games that you will want to keep a wiki the stardew valley wiki open um if you want to maximize and be efficient you don't have to yeah but that's that's casual well what's the well i know but that for me a casual (laughs) experience 
can also be a game that I can optimized. engage and optimize. Yeah. Like Minecraft, that's one of those things. You can totally build out machines that auto sort your stuff, right? So all you have to do is go out, you go mine a bunch of stuff, you get a bunch of stuff in your inventory, new items, whatever, and then you just drop into a chest and then it goes and sorts everything into its right chest. Like I would totally be down to build that. That sounds fun. <laughs> and Stardew Valley I feel is like one of those Clint things. Where is like, just okay, like a what's process engineer. What's that? I feel like you're just like a, a process engineer or something when when you play games. Maybe automation really gets me going. I guess <laughs> um, that is my job. You should, you should so look maybe, into Factorio then. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was talking about Warzone with a buddy. It's like one of the reasons I enjoy this game so much is because it's like risk based assessments and risk like risk mitigation in a game. Like that, when you get good at it and you start thinking, okay, what's our next move as the circle's constricting? Well, you want to maximize for position and potential, and you want to have your gear and you want to have awareness. So, like, there are ways you can get all four of those things. And and if you really want to win a lot, you have to do that. And that's what my job is. And my job is basically <laughs> how can I, how can we do things the best and the fastest? while mitigating risks like security and, and other things so um yeah uh, absolutely stardew valley is totally worth it even if you get get it on mobile um check it out so uh one thing i want to touch on before we wrap up about you optimizing things and having wiki open uh in minecraft and I'm sure you knew this from like the like second you know you started playing it. If you're up on a ledge, you can hold down shift yep. to like kind of lean to over fall without off. falling off of it. Yeah, I played that game for three years before <laughs> I found that out. Three years. You have no idea how many times I died from falling in that game. And then um, Rachel was like, "Just hold shift." Like, <laughs> what? Wait, what? What? And then the game got so much easier. It is, and you can build things like you can build bridges across chasms, and you know you're gonna need that when you fight the Ender Dragon eventually. But uh, which, by the way, well, I, I, never I know now. Either. Yeah, <clears throat> I have never beaten Minecraft either, yeah. technically. So, um, so what I'm hearing, this is what I'm hearing right now, that we're gonna start a survival Minecraft game with the <laughs> end goal beat to be to beat the Ender Dragon. Additionally, we're gonna start a rock band group. <laughs> and we have to think of a really cool name. Okay, my my rock band name was an amalgam of my wife's name, my name, my cousin's name, and his wife's name. So Gwen Emiliano was one, Alicia and Manuel. So our our rock band name, Animal Glam. Gwen and Emiliano, <laughs> Glam, Manuel and Alicia, Animal. Just kind of I'm, t- I'm sorry. That is an I amazing like rock band like name, it. Animal Glam. <laughs> Sounds so, good. Our rock band name needs to be better. So, so that's. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, don't know if I mean, I am all for that. I don't know if you can even still buy like the guitars and things like that for rock band, but I am, I am all for that. Well, the the box that I bought was on clearance at GameStop for like twenty five bucks, and it included like two guitars, the drums, and the game. So, I don't know if it's still available. 
but yeah, twenty five bucks. Yeah, in the it was like oh, it was wow. a big box. Oh wow, it was one of the big I mean, boxes. I, I used to work at GameStop until twenty twelve, and it was hard to find those when I worked at GameStop over like ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like, I'd be like surprised. one of the one of the deal sites was listing that they were clearing them out. Because um, I guess no one was buying them or they had a yeah. inventory in stock. So I looked it up. Oh, there's one. I was always a Guitar Hero person. I could not get into Rock Band. Yeah, but Guitar Hero died a horrible death with their, with the last one that they had. with the, They had like a subscription fee or something like that for it. Oh, really? Um, they uh, they tried to do the Battle Pass thing before Battle Passes were a thing. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it seemed like a good deal because like for a, a, a monthly fee, they gave you a lot of songs you could play, and I think it rotated out and stuff like that too. But there wasn't enough. Um, that's a I guess. bad model for a game that's, where you expect yeah. to have levels. I mean, every song is a level, and if your levels go away that you paid for, and if you like them, like you know, whatever an Aerosmith song or something like that. Yeah. You expect that to be there for as long as you have the game. Like the, it being a a software, like a living software entity, isn't a thing that, at least, I as a gamer will tolerate. Like that's well, so well, BS. I I think it did come with a selection of songs, but I think it was maybe like only thirty songs or something like that. Sure. And the bulk of the game was through their online, like streaming whatever service that they had. Um. You know, I, I actually bought that the the last Rock Guitar Hero. Also, it was also on clearance for like twenty bucks. So I was like, oh, why why not? Although, yeah, I I haven't really played it. So, yeah. Well, that's definitely next time we all have a rainy day scattered across the country. <laughs> um, <laughs> these are definitely things that we have that we should like take a look into. And um, you know, as as we wrap up the episode here, like. Hopefully, we've given some people listening some ideas of what good games, whether they're indie games, whether they're more mainstream games, like uh, like obviously in Halo, I don't know how you get more main- mainstream than that, um, but just those more casual uh, games. So, um, and I'm again, I'm always blown away by just how different we are, and yet we're still all friends and still met through the same freaking game, which is crazy. But... Um, yeah, so hopefully we've given some people some, some suggestions, um, you know, maybe people out there have tried the games we like and they, um, they enjoyed them. There may be some great casual games out there, indie games that we may have missed. Uh, so of course, as always, feel free to reach out to us, tell us how we are wrong. Cause that's just kind of the standard thing we do here. Um, you can reach us on uh, Twitter at W sometimes show. Uh, we have, <clears throat> um, a website at winningsometimes.com where all of our stuff's going to be uh, leave us a comment on the YouTube because yes if you're listening to the audio only uh, you can see all of our faces on YouTube if you so choose uh, excuse me um, so yeah uh, let us know tell us how we're wrong tell us what games we missed tell us why our games are not good and uh, until the next episode we will see you later bye I just realized that Matt you're using Ronan's closet as your background and i'm using something else i should have used rona's closet (laughs) anyway bye everyone